inside the mic. Ouch! <laughs> What's wrong, Marty? Oh, I had my headphones turned up a little hot there. You like it a little hot. Yeah, boy, not that hot. It's hot in here. Speaking of hot, it's been like 100 degrees here in good old South Dakota. Yeah. Good old hot springs. Was it 100 today? It was on my Jeep. It said 101. It rained for a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. It was really cool. We were in the studio this morning uh, giving music lessons, and uh, it just started pouring outside, and both Marty and I were like, hopefully it goes longer than... And it didn't. It didn't, and I had to run out because I remembered that I left my windows down about four inches on each side on my car. He was so nice. Um, he went out and rolled his windows up and then came back in, then asked me if mine were up. Yeah, I wanted to make sure mine got up first. He was worried about <laughs> his first. I was pretty sure you were studious enough to have taken care of it because you didn't actually have a lesson did you at that time? No, you were just sitting in there at picking that, your nose or something. Well, yes. At 11 o'clock, I have designated times to pick certain... Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't go there. Welcome to mini episode two. Yeah. We are going to uh, have some fun with this one today. A lot of cool, I'm going to use Marty's word, synchronicities happened this week, and uh, we're going to roll into them. So let's begin with a little bit of On This Day in Music. A connecting principle. Link to the invisible. You know that song? Nope. Synchronicity. Police. There oh, we go. sweet. I won't sing anymore, but you should have known that. I hope you sing later. I'm trying to get you up to speed on your police sting? materials. Yeah. Yeah. There. Yeah. You, speaking of sting, real quick, I just checked out uh, the the NPR Tiny Desk or whatever. Oh, you sent that to me. The Shaggy and yeah. Sting. Ah, that's great yeah. with the yeah. with a lot of their reggae stuff. That's I cool. st I still haven't. I gotta check the whole thing out. I heard the first one. I'm an Englishman, and then I'm a Jamaican in New York. Oh, it was, that cool. was cool. Wasn't that cool? Yeah, yeah, very good. Okay, so on this day in music, this day being July 27th. This first one's pretty funny. July 27th. 1958, fans of rock and roll music were warned that tuning into music on the car radio could cost you more money. Researchers from the Esso Gas Company said the rhythm of rock and roll could cause the driver to be foot heavy on the pedal, making them waste fuel. You made that up. I did not. I did not. It's the first one on this. I'm literally on the thisdayinmusic.com on this day, July 27th. If you're heavy footed and listen to rock and roll, you can be wasting that gas, Marty. This day, July 27th, what year? 1958. In 1958. And what was the agency that said this? It's the Esso Gas Company. Said the rhythm of rock and roll could cause the driver to be foot heavy on the pedal, making them waste fuel. And the gas company said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you that think they would make want them, them happy. Yeah. yeah. Today's gas companies would be all over that. Yeah. Yeah. That is absurd. Right. Sorry to say, but that's kind of like the, the other comparisons back in the day where it's like it's going to make you evil. Too, and you're gonna you know, like you know, Elvis was bad. He was he, he was. was like sent from from the devil himself. That's what a lot of people thought, and their kids yeah. should not listen to Elvis. Oh, I'm Elvis. I'm yeah, I'm bare to the bone. I'm gonna shake them hips. Shake them hips. Make the girls crazy. He's a good looking man. Yeah. July 27th, 1974. John Denver started a two week run at number one on the U.S. Singles Chart with Annie's Song, the singer's second oh. U.S. number one. The song was a tribute to his wife and was written in 10 minutes while he was on a ski lift. Wow. That would be nice. I'm just out leisurely on a recreational slope. Yeah. And let me go ahead and just write a moneymaker in 10 minutes. 
Why don't you do that next time? I wish I could. There. You fill up my senses. I didn't get a breath. That was kind of bad. But <laughs> do you know that song? Any song? I'm going to say that I don't. Like it in the water. Like a blah, blah, I'm blah, sure blah, I've heard blah, it. Yeah. blah, 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 yeah. blah. That's the lyrics. Oh, I know blah, blah, blah. See, yeah. that, that's how I recognize it. The uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. That's how, you're, how come you wrote it in 10 minutes. <laughs> that was that part. No, I'm sorry. I love that. I love John. All due respect, John Denver. Very cool. July 27, 1974. Wings, the band Wings, started a seven-week run at number one on the UK album chart with Band on the Run. Oh, yeah. Although sales were modest initially, its commercial performance was aided by two hit singles, Jet and Band on the Run, such that it became the top-selling studio album of 1974 in the UK and Australia. In addition to uh, revitalizing McCartney's critical standing, it remains McCartney's most successful album and the most cele- celebrated of his post-Beatles work. Really? Yeah. I love Band on the Run. I'm not making I, this up. I absolutely do. I wanted to see. I was going to check here really quick. I know this is a mini episode, but... Okay, you know what was on the B-side? What's that? 1985. No, that can't be right. Band on the Run song, and then it says B-side. Um... You go ahead, you do your next one, and I'm going to see if it's on the other Wikipedia. Because it says 1985, but then it has a different name behind that. Like it's not Paul McCartney or something. No, Paul McCartney. Okay. July 27th, 1976, Tina Turner filed for divorce from her husband, Ike. Way to go. You go, Tina. You go, Tina. Ending their violent 16-year marriage and successful musical partnership. I wouldn't call it successful beating the crap out of her. No, well, the, that part wasn't very successful, no. especially for Tina. Right. But they obviously had a lot of success musically, mm-hmm. which isn't that something, you know, you hear about that a lot. Yep. Conflicts, tension created through creativity and expression. No, and, you don't have tension in marriage. <laughs> that's not a thing. That's another subject for another mini episode. Ooh. We won't go there right now. But Your okay. boy Springsteen. My July boy. July 27th, 1976. Bruce Springsteen also got himself in a little bit of a hizzy. He sued his manager, Mike Appel, for fraud and breach of trust. The case dragged on for over a year, halting Springsteen's career. Dang. An out-of-court settlement was reached the following year. Okay. I lost mm-hmm. a little bit of the impact from that. Because I was thinking about, what's a hizzy? You said he got in a little bit of a hizzy? It's kind of like a tizzy, but when you can't remember the word, you get close to it. So it's not an actual thing. President George Bush did it all the time, junior. And and then it becomes a word. Right. Through OTM, that will now be a word, the hizzy. You can have a hissy fit. I've heard of that, but I never heard of a hizzy. Do you know because of President Bush, uh, junior, that I, for several years, instead of saying nuclear, I said nuclear? (laughs) Because of him. <laughs> That's lovely, Jarrett. I was just a small kid. I was a sponge. Heard him talk. You and Nuclear. words goes all the way back to G- GW. GW. That's when I first started learning two. words. Yes, I was in middle school. He did. I, I remember reading that. We're actually... You <laughs> <laughs> missed that. That's when words. I first started learning uh, words in middle school. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I, you were yeah. even surprised. I'm a little hurt. Well, now. I'm thinking that's when you do learn words, but I forget what's. Uh, you're right. The early is. What's middle school? When does middle, middle school, school start? Six, seventh, eighth. You're, oh, looking, okay. you're like 10, 11, 12. Well, 13, maybe. You're a slow learner. It didn't surprise me. <laughs> and I'm there sorry. it is. <laughs> I set you up for that, and you, you didn't even. Yeah, that's why I didn't grab that one at all. Uh, Thank you. I'm sorry. July 27th, 1985. 
Paul Young went to number one on the U.S. single chart with his version of the Daryl Hall song, Every, Every Time, time you, go you Go Away. He knew it. You take a piece <laughs> of me. I love that. Love that song. Absolutely. And in B-side was, it was called 1985, Ooh. which I might have to find a little piece of that, but we might not have time. So Dang. Okay, What's two more. Next thing? Yeah. July 27, 1996, the Spice Girls scored their first number one UK single with Wannabe. Seven weeks at number one, the song won Best British Written Single at the 1997 Ivar Novello Awards and Best Single at the 1997 Brit Awards. The Girl Power song became the best-selling single by a female group selling over six million copies worldwide. You go, girls. This was the Who's? The No, not the Who's. <laughs> the what girls? This that, was the a girl tribute band to the Who. <laughs> this you. was the Spice Girls. The Spice Girls. I'm yeah. sorry. I was I am really trying to focus. <laughs> the Who'sy Waddy? <laughs> <laughs> Spice Girls. I was were you big into the Spice Girls, Jared? No. I think you probably were. No. You can admit it. It's okay. You're here on OTM. You're among friends. Just in the shower. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. July 27th, 2001, Leon Wilkeson. Wilkeson here. You'll like this. Leon Wilkeson. I hope I'm saying his name right. Bass player for Leonard Skinner was found dead in a hotel room in Florida, aged 49. Skinner scored the 1974 U.S. number eight single, Sweet Home Alabama, and the 1982 U.K. number 21 single, Freebird. Member of the Rosington Collins Band. I don't know why they decided to throw that. Which in. one was found dead? Which Leon Wilkson, the Leon bass Wilkson, player. The bass player. Okay, mm-hmm. so he didn't die. In, did he die before the plane crash? E, I don't know. This is in two thousand one, so I assume so. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you. Sorry, <laughs> Still, boy, you're catching me not paying attention a bunch here. Yeah, it's. So you want a little? Happens. You want a little quick taste of nineteen hundred and eighty-five? Just a really quick. Tiny That's one? the B side of Band on the Run. That is. Hit me. We're gonna just listen to that just for. Oh, I bet it'll be a commercial. Dang it. That's how that works. Thanks, okay. you too. You got, you got something else you want? At least we didn't hear I the can commercial. Do another one. There's another commercial. Yeah, they're getting you oh, now. Okay, here we go. Okay, July go 27, ahead. 2002, Mariah Carey checked herself into an undisclosed hospital, suffering from extreme exhaustion. The singer canceled all public appearances, including her headlining appearance at MTV's 20th birthday party. Her record company denied tabloid reports that Carrie tried to commit suicide. Yikes. Saying she did have cuts on her body, but the injuries were unintentional after breaking some dishes and glasses. I tried to say that all in one breath. (laughs) Dishes and glasses is what happened. They just went flying around the kitchen and shrapnel and shards were flying through the air and sliced her skin. Mm -hmm. That's a likely story. She was having a mazel tov. Yeah. And things got a little out of hand. Okay. You didn't know she was Jewish? I didn't. I didn't even know what a Mazel Tov is for sure. That's supposed to be a... What's it called? There's not Mazel Tov. I don't know. What's the, what's the celebration called? Well, uh, Hanukkah? No. Uh, which one are you talking? <laughs> Yom Kippur? Um, yeah. I'm not I'm not Jewish really? either. You know but, all this? Well, I don't know Mazel Tov, though. I know there was a song from the Fiddler on the Roof, Mazel Tov. But anyway, where's my red buzzer? I should be buzzing us right now, I tell you. <laughs> exactly. Okay, do you got the B-side That's a lot. Band on the a run? lot happened in in you know, on this day. Yeah. In throughout the years in music history. Here we go. I'm going to turn it up now. This is just a piece of 1985. Huh. Not familiar. Let me hold it up here quick. You know, and I even had a, a Wings live double album thing with a lot of stuff and I don't think I've ever heard this. That's why it was a B-side. <laughs> I guess it's an instrumental. Here we go. That's probably 30 seconds right there. We'll 
Oh, I think I kind of recall hearing I'll that song before. The do. We'll have to revisit that later. Maybe we'll cover 1985. Sweet. Not sure why. What year was that? That was the Man on the Run. That was 19... Hang on a minute. Because that was in the 70s. 1974. You were yeah, right. and so they wrote a song called 1985. I'll have to listen to the lyrics, figure Dude, out what they were they trying were to... from the future. They were. Where we're going... Thank you. We won't need roads. What's that from? Back to the Future. Okay, thank okay. you. Was that the doc? That was the doc, okay. yeah. Okay, moving on. We got some shout-outs. I promised... Uh, well, let me just segue into this. Okay. Have you ever played... Segway. Ultimate Frisbee, Marty? I have not. I've done Frisbee golf, but I've never played Ultimate Frisbee. Okay, well, I've never done Frisbee golf. But Ultimate Frisbee mm-hmm. is a great workout cardio and you throw this plastic disc it's pretty cool anyways did it with uh some friends from church and they asked if i would do a shout out because they are avid listeners so this goes out to my ultimate frisbee crew yo mike Mike molitor who is a he is just a just an awesome guy and uh he was an English teacher i'm gonna say is an English teacher uh he's (laughs) just awesome and um he has such admiration for Shakespeare and we were talking he goes he made the comment he goes well I don't know a lot about music but if uh, the English language I can tell you anything I'm such a huge Shakespeare fan and I just said well and he told me that Shakespeare is credited for a lot of the uh, English words for for developing English words I I, that's what he said why are you this is hard for me I'm to articulate sorry. words. I got you. Yeah. And I'm trying to give an English lesson here. So Shakespeare is like actually penned new words. New words. That's what, what I was trying to gotcha. say. Yes. Gotcha. And I didn't know that. And he goes, well, I don't know a lot about music. And I said, well, without Shakespeare, we probably, music might not have been, some music might not have been created. So perhaps. Thank you, Mike. Or and thank communicated. You, Shakespeare. Thank you very much, Mike. You know, whenever I watch a movie that is based on something Shakespearean, mm-hmm. it's always, it's fascinating to me to think, and, and that's always kind of my question, it's like, well, people were really, really talking like that because it's um, it's incredible yeah. to hear the way, and you almost, um, <laughs> you can almost grasp it enough to kind of speak that way <laughs> afterwards, but not quite, you know, and it makes me think we're just not as smart anymore. I was just about to say, it really yeah. shows how just over the years we've got, we've dumbed down. Yeah. Now we just think, say things like LOL and JK. Yeah. Soon, yeah. like in like 20 years, we'll just be like, mm-hmm. we'll just make like little sounds and we'll tick. Will we now? Yeah. Okay. Because it's shorter. And when you write, well, you won't even be writing then. You will just look at, you'll just look at a device and it'll write your essay for you. Wow. Yeah. Future. The Future by Jared. You heard it first here on OTM, Outsiders. That is cool. Yes. That is cool. I think a lot of that was just highbrow stuff and not everybody talked that way anyway, but, you know. They were like, we're going to play a trick on all the future folks. Yeah. To think we talked like that. (laughs) That, That's how we talked. (laughs) There we go. All right, next uh, shout out I want to give to my buddy and neighbor, Will Roberts. Oh, right on. I know Will. Yeah. Yeah. From working on the railroad? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. He is a plays really, guitar too. He's a cool right. guy. Yeah, we have yeah. yet to jam. We're neighbors now, and we have oh. yet to jam. But we are maybe after this COVID thing, we'll we'll get together. Right. On. Um, he's a pretty cool guy. I mean, he's everything uh, I wish I could be. He does archery. <laughs> he, I mean, he's got an awesome family. He's got a little boy. He's super cute. I see him playing in the yard all the time. 
Uh, but what you may not know about Will is he is an avid runner. And oh, I'm just checking I out I didn't his, know that, and I love running. Well, so listen, awesome. I'm just checking out his Facebook right now. And he ran 10 and a half miles in an wow. hour and 24 minutes. Wow. From Hill City, it looks like, to Keystone here in South Dakota. And let pretty me tell you what, that impressive. is a... Way uh, to go, Will. That's a pretty hilly, mountainy run, even. It's not all flat plain. Yeah, I'd say. And did he do that on one of these hot days like that? That's crazy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, huh. he is also an outsider. Right on. And he hooked us up. So talk about synchronicities. Um, we did last episode we did on Randy Rhodes. Can I say one thing really quickly? Sure. I think you should give yourself a little more credit, though. For what? He's everything I want to be, Jarrett. You're so much and more. Okay. okay so I don't. Ahead. I cannot even hold a bow and arrow. <laughs> And if I run a block, I'm winded. <laughs> yeah, but you're a really, really good guitar player. Well, there you go. That I'm got me so credit. far. That mm-hmm. got me my wife. Beautiful wife. But now it doesn't really paying the bills is all I'm going to say. Okay, well, to each his own. Let's go. Okay, let's go. <laughs> all right. Let's hit it. <laughs> so it. Will hooked us up. Like I said, he uh, listened to last week's episode and he messaged okay. me and he goes, I've got something for you. Right on. And um, he is a big Sabbath fan. Right Black on. Sabbath. And so him, he, Will, shared with us. I guess there's this cool thing going on right now. So are you familiar with Zach Wilde? I know who Zach Wilde is. I'm Played not for super Ozzy familiar Osborne. with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He has since started a tribute band to Black Sabbath called Zach Sabbath. Cool. And That's um, a play on words there. I like that. Right. I'm just going to read their little bio. Zach Sabbath is the Black Sabbath cover band featuring guitarist, vocalist Zach Wilde from Black Label Society, Ozzy Osbourne. Um, also with bassist Blasco, who is also the bassist for Ozzy Osbourne and Rob Zombie. And the drummer, Joey Castillo. Hopefully okay. I'm saying that right. From the Cast- band's... Probably Castillo, maybe. Castillo. Know, there but... is a double L. I okay. agree with that. Yeah. From the band's Danzig and Queens of the Stone Age. Um, legendarily recorded this is so what they did this Zach Sabbath not mm-hmm. to be mistaken for Black Sabbath Zach Sabbath is a tribute band I won't mistake them okay I've tried to explain this twice now once to my wife she didn't get it yeah um, Zach Sabbath the cover band the tribute band with Zach Wild. am I making sense so far yeah, he has a cover band, and he used to play with Osby. Osby. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's hard. Ozzy. He used to play guitar for Ozzy. Now, obviously, Ozzy isn't in this cover band. This is his thing. The, yeah, yeah. O- Ozzy's not yeah. in the... Yes, exactly. So this is Zach Wilde, Zach Sabbath. Got it. Okay. And um, they are putting out a um, tribute album to Black Sabbath's self-titled album, Black Sabbath. Which Black Sabbath had a self-titled album called Black That's what Sabbath, I'm saying. Right? Yeah. That's what they're doing. Exactly. Okay. You're tracking. So that okay. legendary, uh, the legend goes, it was recorded in a single day in October of 1969. Black Sabbath's self-titled debut album was released on a, on Friday the 13th in 1970. How fitting. And the world was never the same again. <laughs> 50 years later, Zach Sabbath uh-huh. delivers a reverently rendered tribute, Vertigo, was faithfully recorded in the spirit of the original, live in the studio and with the film crew documenting the process. The session culminated in a new version of a landmark album that celebrates the greatest heavy metal band of all time and the record that started it all. 
Okay, so was Vertical a song off that album? or It was, that was I'm first. looking at the track list. No, it wasn't. I don't oh. know where they got that from. That's a good question. That's okay. a good question. That, that's the only thing you kind of lost me just a tiny bit with the Vertical I'm going to lose you a lot, I'm sure, over the years, <laughs> Marty. But <laughs> It's, it's going to happen again. So Will reaches out to me and says, I got something for you. Oh. And he's a big Sabbath fan. And he has shared with us. Uh-huh. He has pre-ordered this album, the oh, Vertigo cool. album, Zach Sabbath. Cool. One out of 500 people in the world. Wow. How did he get he got that the, special? He, well, he signed up. He got in there. Okay. I don't know. Will's cool. got his ways, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, one, of fi- one in 500, he got the pre-release, and he has shared it with us today. So we are going to listen to a oh, little right bit on. of Zach Sabbath covering uh, some of Black Sabbath's... <laughs> Man, this is hard to do. I'm telling you what. Like Sabbaths. Anyways, we're going to listen to The Sabbaths. Wizard. That's Sabbaths. probably... <laughs> Would you quit? I had to try to say it myself. Like Sabbaths. It's a lot of syllables and consonants going on here. Thank you. <laughs> Jarrett. Thank you. No. We're going to listen to The Wizard. That was one of the hits off of that self-titled album. I remember that title. Okay. And I probably... I was more familiar because 70, I was only seven. And then later on... When I was approaching high school years and junior high, I was into Sabbath, but I, I would probably recognize it. So what a treat. Thank you. Yeah, Let's no problem. This. So this is uh, <clears throat> Thank you, Will. not heard by many. Will has shared. Will Roberts, my neighbor, good <clears throat> friend. Okay. Um, he shared it with us. I think it said something like, uh, it said something like, oh my gosh, sorry. It said something like, yeah. <laughs> it said something like, it, it's going to come out, It's the, the cover album mm-hmm. is going to come out sometime in the fall. Oh, okay. So it's quite do, a well, a little bit, a couple months advance release. So, yeah, yeah, they're kind of come out. They're gonna and then they're gonna do a, a <clears> European <throat> tour. I think is what I saw on Zach Sabbath's Facebook page. Right on. Don't quote me on that. But okay. So if anybody's f- uh, familiar with the Wizard, it uh, starts out with like a harmonica sound. So we're gonna listen to a little bit of that, and then I'm gonna fast forward to where we can hear Zach Wild covering some of the vocals. So here we go. Okay. Kind of sounds like your Squatch call. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Sounds like Sabbath. I mean, that's just gut busting. Yeah. That's what we call a gut busting riff. They were were totally groundbreaking, obviously. Absolutely. Yeah, it was like that big heavy bass, mega chords. I mean, that was 70. That was pretty early. And like the the doubled vocal, like the classic Aussie double vocals. Okay, so here's a little bit of, uh, let's see if I can get it lined up here, but a little bit of Zach singing on this song. Okay. Wow. Sounds very Aussie. Yeah. I mean, I might have, on upon first listen, you know, when that hit my ear, I might have thought that was Ozzy. I hope so, I'm not yeah. wrong, but if you look on the <clears throat> biography, it says Zach is the guitarist and vocalist. So I assume that's him singing. Will, let me know if I'm wrong. If that's Ozzy, that's even cooler. But it sounds like it. It, it sounds like him, but it sounds a little different. I'm thinking it's Zach Wilde. I would think if it's a tribute, then yeah, they're not going to enlist Ozzy to do it, and he's supposed to be 
dealing with some just Parkinson's, right? Parkinson's yeah. stuff right now. So it's a sad deal. Yeah. Find out though. But that's what I got for the okay. mini episode, brother. What you bring? What you bring to the table? I just wanna <clears throat> I wish we had maybe we can do that in editing. Uh, but you did that Sasquatch call. Yes. So <laughs> quickly, I just wanted to hear what they sounded like when they they actually do it on their show finding bigfoot i did Did you say somebody had mentioned they heard you and they thought it was pretty good oh my gosh yeah so at ultimate frisbee they were all like dude your sasquatch call was on point okay you can do yours again and then yeah let me do one you have to really you have to kind of stretch the esophagus to get ready oh my most bigfoot most yeti have big necks okay um now if you ask a doctor they might suffer from sleep apnea but they've got big necks so here it goes ready thank you for that (laughs) wow that hurt as much as last time it did. But look at that. It didn't even redline, I don't think. I don't think so. Okay, well, I think yours... I'm going to listen to theirs now. Yours was maybe shorter, but let's see here. Here we go. Compare and contrast. <laughs> wow. Yeah, see? Yeah, you're pretty close then. Mm-hmm. Now, there. if I would have been in the woods, I would have carried it, but I didn't want to do a mating call in the middle of... Hot Springs, South Dakota. Well, it's the last thing we need is Bigfoot busting in here. While I'm just saying. An episode of Outside the Mic. That wouldn't be too fun. Let's see. Yeah. I know my Yeti call. I know yeah, my Bigfoot. Yeah, you were closer than I thought. Where actually. did you get that from? You got it from the show Finding Bigfoot? That's actually a, yeah, a clip from uh, Finding Bigfoot. One of the boys. I like One uh, of the boys who's an expert at yeah. calling squatches <laughs> in. He's Mike said good. the big guy off of that, he goes, he always cooks bacon. Mm-hmm. When he goes on the when they're camping out in the woods uh-huh. to find the Bigfoot, and he said he cooks like three pounds of bacon, two pounds for him. It looks like it, yeah. <laughs> and two pounds for him, and he leaves a little for the uh, oh. for the old Bigfoot. Well, if the call isn't going to bring him in, then bacon will for bring sure. Me in. Yeah, that'd work. I'd come stepping sideways. Like I'd be coming Bigfoot for the does. yeah the bacon, and then the call would scare the crap out of me and run the other direction probably. <laughs> yeah, but, maybe we're making these calls, uh, and Bigfoot's like, oh. And he just runs away. Is that still on Animal Planet? I have no idea. I wonder. I haven't watched it. I mean, how many years can you (laughs) convince people that you're that close (laughs) to finding Bigfoot? I'm not sure. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go, we're going to have to wrap this up in under 30 to be a mini episode. We're getting pretty close now. But uh, we were going to go out today with a song. And instead of taking something from uh, the first mini episode, we, of course, did kind of a little Green Day tribute and covered their song, Good Riddance. And we thought we would. throw something at you that's an original that Jarrett and I have uh, played on over the years. Well, let's just back up real quick. Okay. Marty, being the exceptional songwriter that he is, he wrote this song. I have the honor and privilege to just jam on it. Well, well, thank you, Jarrett. But uh, that's very kind of you. Let me set the record straight. (laughs) I wrote this song, and the the only thing, really, there wasn't a... Uh, any kind of a uh, tear-jerking story or anything about it, but I just happened to write it when I was picking up a guitar and I was messing around on a guitar. And usually, obviously, I write on the keyboard. And I came up with this little riff, wrote the song, and it was kind of like a blues song about, uh, it's called Skin and Bones. Mm-hmm. So it's just sort of about if somebody's kind of, you know, it could be anything, a person, politics, whatever is kind of bugging you. And it was an expression of that. But I was fortunate. And there was a gal that I met through my friend, David Lee Brown, and her name is Melanie Anderson. And I think it's interesting because I forgot about it. And you reminded me, actually. She covered it on her CD. If you ever, uh, she's got a great voice. And that's a little bit of a shout out, I guess, to Melanie for covering my song, too. She had an album called Change is Coming. And it was released in, I can't remember. I'm looking on here. 
I think it was like 2009, possibly. Does it say it on there where you were looking it up earlier? 2009. 2009. Yeah, 2009. So, wow, 11 years ago. But she covered it, did a great job saying it like, like, uh, crazy she just sang the heck out of it it's really yeah good. we she can't did, say she did it uh, justice for sure <laughs> oh yeah let's talk yeah. about that for a second so we were trying to promote our last episode uh, yeah. of the randy Rhodes and ufos yeah and uh in our description we had the phrase what the hell what the hell and uh we gotten we've gotten flagged so many times for that so crazy isn't it kids don't say what the hell yeah it's uh, i guess you know since we're considered a clean podcast suddenly we weren't clean by doing that so we'll try to try to cut back on that so we're going to try this one a little different last time when we did a live one we had a couple lines that were were direct we're just going to do uh live into the mics yeah. oh you know what we forgot to do we're going for it what we've got to turn them fans off oh we've got to turn if you hear some fans it's because yeah. it's 100 degrees out forgive us yeah, this is the uh, the intimacy of outside the mic. You're right here where we're trying to stay cool. So, ooh, sweet. I'm just getting them ready, baby. Oh, nice. Keeps me warm inside I got some pretty thick skin Just the thing that gets me out of this mess that I'm in Never lose, I can't win, it's a sin But I keep on playing again and again and again and again What am I gonna do? I got these nerves under my skin circles inside my brain I got nerves like a maze like a map from the tip of my shoe to the top of my ball cap you got some nerve to treat me like that I can feel it all the way up and down my road map you got some nerve to treat me like that what am I gonna do what am I what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? Stew, I got a bone to pick with 
just what I'm gonna do Pick a bone with you, that's what I'm gonna do Pick a bone when I do, well, I'm gonna feel just like new I got a bone to pick with you, oh, oh, got a bone pick with you Pick with you